Planet Schlorp was a perfect utopia until the asteroid hit. 100 adults and their replicants were issued a pupa and escaped into the space, searching for new homes on uninhabited worlds. We crashed on Earth, stranding us on an already overpopulated planet. That's right, I've been talking this whole time. I'm the one holding the pupa. My name's Corbo. This is, this is my show. I just dropped the pupa. Do you see me? This is ridiculous. I hate Earth. It's a horrible home. And one of these days, I'm gonna blow it up and just be done with the whole stupid thing. I swear to God. Hello everyone and welcome back to another Film Optics Movie Review and today we are going to be reviewing season one of the new Hulu original series Solar Opposites. I'm your host Christian and joining me is my co-host. Uh, happy Mother's Day man. How's, how's your day been? Um, I mean I'm not a mother but I do appreciate mothers out there so. Oh yes, we 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 uh, extend our our deepest uh, gratitude to all the uh, the amazing mothers out there on this joy Sunday. It's it's been a, it's been a pretty good uh, weekend though. What, what have you been up to? Just uh, just washing stuff like uh, Solar Opposites, aka aka Rick and Morty season six. <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> season six! Wow. Oh my gosh, is is that a theory? No, or I just, is that just made that up? Um, I mean, it could be. I don't know. I mean, I, I feel like they could intertwine uh, in general. But yeah, man, it's been a pretty good weekend. Yesterday was my birthday. I didn't really do anything, but it was cool. You yeah, know, it's not, just not uh, much to do. <laughs> yeah, I, I literally, I um, I ordered some DoorDash. Uh, I had some uh, some pad Thai. That was pretty cool. Um, I actually ordered DoorDash again today. Got a nice free fifty dollar gift card. So that was cool. Um, but yeah, man, I was just been, you know, binging some solar opposites and watching some community. And I'll probably uh, stream for a little bit today. I don't know. We'll see. But um, before we begin today's review, you can listen to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, Anchor, uh, and iHeartRadio, just to name a few, uh, exclu- excluding SiriusXM. But hey, we'll, we'll get there eventually. And we got we got to try for Pandora at least one more time, at least. So gotta open up we'll that Pandora's to... box. <laughs> Seriously, um, so yeah, let's just uh, dive right into it. Uh, I'll read the synopsis here, and then we'll kind of just um, you know we'll, we'll you know we'll, we'll break down the series and what have you. Um, I believe we sh- uh, did. You want to just do all spoilers, or did you want to just kind of? You know, give people a general idea of what the show is first, and then go into it. There's not a lot to spoil. I mean, there's like, there's like one twist, but yeah, that is true. So yeah, we'll we'll just spoilers all spoilers ahead. So, yeah, spoilers ahead. Excuse me. So, um, all right. So the synopsis reads: A family of aliens from a better world must take refuge in Middle America. They disagree on whether Earth is awful or awesome. And this is on Hulu for those of you who are uh, uh, looking to check it out. And the premiere date was two days ago. There's about eight episodes for this um, for this se- uh, season. excuse me. And some of the voices are uh, Justin um, Ro- Rolian? Uh, Roiland. Sean, huh? Roiland. Roiland, excuse me. I'm telling you, I'm, I'm the worst at butchering names. Um, I'll, I'll let you take the rest of them. <laughs> we, got, we got Justin Roiland, a.k.a. Rick and Morty. We got Thomas Middleditch, 
from Silicon Valley. And then um, Sean Giambroni, who played live-action Ron Stoppable in <laughs> the Kim Possible movie. I just That's that right. <laughs> That's right. Like, his voice sounded so familiar. I was like, wait a minute. Uh, but, yeah, so this is uh, created by uh, Mike uh, uh, Mc... Oh my God, Mike uh, Mahan and McMahon, Mike McMahon, excuse me, and Justin Roiland. Um, And this is created by Justin Roiland is also, you know, one of the creators of Rick and Morty. So this is kind of like his own little baby. Uh, The animation is spot on pretty much exactly. Bring out like the similarities at first between the two shows because there are a lot, obviously. Oh, absolutely. So. Um, as I said before, you know, this is um, created by one of the co-creators of Rick and Morty, uh, Justin Roiland. And um, like I said, you know, the, the, animation, the animation is the exact same. It's all yeah, Justin like, Roiland just drawing how he likes to draw. Yeah, which is totally fine. I'm all for that. You know, that is that's their style. That is, you know, what they like to do. And it works. So why ruin a good thing? Yeah. And then the, two, the two main characters, one being a really smart scientist and the other being this dumb guy who just likes to have fun. Obviously, it's pretty close to Rick and Morty with some major differences, but definitely a similar vibe for the two main characters. Yeah, I I was picking up on that a little bit, but I feel like they're different enough from Rick and Morty because obviously you have um, Terry, who would be Morty, and then you have, um, my gosh, I'm like blanking on his name. Hold on one second. Cor- yeah, Corvo, which would be uh, Rick, um, but you know they're um, you know the the dynamic duo part is still there. Yeah, I like I like how do- in this show it's voiced by two different actors, so they can kind of work off each other better instead of the same actor playing both. Yeah, and I mean you could definitely hear a lot of Rick uh, within you know Corvo for Justin Roiland, obviously, but it's 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 kind of like, it's it's like a different tone. And, I mean, I recognize the character, but I actually liked it a lot. You know, they, they definitely went a different approach with um, with this series. It's not, you know, these super crazy space adventures. They are more grounded. They're, they're earthbound. Yeah. They, yeah. Yeah, they are earthbound. And, you know, it's just about they, four they aliens. Actually, they actually can't go on space adventures because their ship is broke. Yeah. <laughs> so it's kind of like it's it's the opposite of Rick and Morty, you know. They, they don't have that uh, ability, but I think it makes for a lot of uh, great adventures on Earth. And, you know, we'll definitely get into those uh, here soon. But uh, I guess I wanted to get your, you know, initial initial thoughts of the series, you know, like is um, like, h- how did you like it overall? I mean, it's definitely weird at first trying to get used to it just because you're expecting it to be Rick and Morty because it's so similar. You're just expecting like. Mr. Poopy Butthole to pop up out of nowhere or something. Like, I was definitely looking around for him, but yeah, I ended up really liking it. I thought it's kind of like, I don't want to say it's like a generic version of Rick and Morty because it it does hold on its own, but it's kind of like less nuanced. Like, they don't, they don't go as deep as Rick and Morty does. I know it sounds like like a dumb Rick and Morty fan saying how deep and smart they are. <laughs> But it's it's like nah. Yeah, it's Go like ahead. they um they don't take themselves as seriously sometimes. 
Like they don't try to tackle the same issues that Rick and Morty does. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I, I, I definitely see what you're saying there. Um, it is very, um, you know, like I, I hate calling it like a knockoff Rick and Morty because it really isn't. And you can tell, you know, they, they definitely put a lot of care into this. This isn't just, uh, oh, you know, Rick and Morty so like uh, popular. Let's expand the universe because clearly a lot of that already happens within the show of Rick and Morty. And um, I really like, you know, the. This is more of a family aspect. Yeah, I was you know, they're, say that they're, too. they're more focused on the whole family instead of Rick and Morty, where, I mean, there's Jerry episodes, there's Candace episodes, but for this series, every episode, like everyone was a part of. Yeah. Yeah. And it, it definitely, um, it, 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 you know, it serves as a different form of, you know, may, maybe they're in the same universe. I, I would assume so. It'd be really funny if they, like, lived, like, Right in the backyard of someone Apparently else. This or is like the same universe as Simpsons, The Simpsons and Space Jam, according to that last episode. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> it is all man, Fox. Oh man. Oh, all fo- <laughs> but you know, in uh, obviously, you know, the similarity, sim- uh, similarities, excuse me. Um, you know, it's very self aware of you know what's going on. You know, there's ad break commercials, uh, jokes, you know, breaking the a lot, fifth, lot the of Hulu jokes. Oh, yeah, a lot of Hulu jokes. But, like, I mean, Netflix does the same thing with, I mean, especially with a few of their uh, sitcoms I've noticed. But I, I like it a lot. It's it's very funny, especially when I think it was a line that Corvo had said that um, it was right before an ad break. And he said, oh, he's like, we're about to go into an ad break unless you uh, pay for, you know, uh, the Hulu without ad breaks. Congratulations. Mr. Moneybags. Uh, Mr. Moneybags, yeah. I thought that was funny. It's, you know, it's, it's witty. It's very... Very, um, I, I guess you can call it simple in a way, but it's so enjoyable. It's not like stupid simple because you know they are tackling everyday um, problems. You know, it, it's, it is a sit- situational comedy, just not a traditional one. Traditional one with like a laugh track, but uh, one of the episodes actually uh, plays into that a little bit there as well. But um, so I guess. Um, you know, did you want to? Uh, we can just talk about uh, for characters and themselves. Which which character like gravitated? Uh, like you kind of um, gravitated towards is what I'm trying to say. I, I like Terry. I recognize <laughs> the voice. I like um, Thomas Middleditch, and I like how he has like this little T-shirt every episode that has a little joke on it. Something to look. Oh at. my god, I loved it. <laughs> and he's just kind of like that, a, that just kind of like a fun guy who's just. Walking around doing stuff. Named Terry. Named Terry. It's like, it's like they counteracted every <laughs> alien name with a normal name. Because like mm. the um, the kids are named Yumulak and Jesse. They just got to yeah. like make it even. Right. And, and speaking of the uh, the two kids, Yumulak and Jesse, um, you know, when they go to school, when they first um, uh, landed on Earth, you know, clearly they don't really have genders. Well, I think that they do because I kind of touch on it. Yeah, Yumlak Yum was like, I told you to choose male. And then I explained to you why it was better <laughs> after I chose male. I think that was like one of the best episodes of the entire season. But I really liked the um, the, the the dynamics between Yumlak and Jesse. Obviously, you know, it's supposed to be between a brother and a sister. But the way that they use the shrink ray and like put people in their yes. wall. Episode and it's just like a total. It was so good. It was so amazing, that, dude. That I was whole like, subplot of the wall people is 
one of the one of the best things I've seen. Like as soon as they started showing, you know, like the innards, I'm like, I really hope they like it, dive yeah, deep. That into was this that world. was the deep dive I was looking for. It was so perfect. Yeah, it was. Oh my gosh! Yeah, the, uh, yeah. Terry and Corvo steal a car. Uh, uh, steal a bear. Excuse me. And that was the you know. yeah. Like the whole the background <laughs> the whole time they're just like playing with a bear and you just don't even notice it because you're looking at the the wall people. <laughs> yeah, it was almost like they were you know having a separate episode you know with, without you know that we have we didn't see from that perspective we saw that yeah that's exactly you know episode yeah. So that that was that was really sweet. I, I like that a lot. <laughs> that was great. Um, man, oh man, there's so much to talk about with this Pupa. show. So I, basically, Pupa, yeah, like, so it's like Maggie Simpson like goes off and does their own thing and then kind of <laughs> has a very interesting voice at the end. Oh my gosh. Well, yeah, Maggie Simpson doesn't it, apparently, you know, they're they're sent to planet Earth to eventually quote unquote take it over with when the pupa uh, grows into its its final form, which is uh, which is actually really funny, and they actually they touch on you know like Corvo keeps on, keeps on saying during uh, the first episode, uh, I think it was uh, the matter uh, transfer array when he ke- he keeps black uh, talking about like the plan the plan the plan, and then uh, Yummy Yummy and Jesse were like you know they keep talking about this plan what is this plan and it's like the most simple concept is like okay so they're 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 trapped on earth and you know they're pretty much waiting for the pupa to uh grow into a mature state to take over destroy the world and whatnot but the pupa like you said you know it does have its own own adventures but um <laughs> i guess let's talk about the wall episodes really quick because that twist man that twist, dude. Tim, oh my, my guy. I thought Tim. you were a good guy. Dude, I will say the sexual tensions in this show is like a lot. Yeah, the, like, like they start doing it and then Pupa just shows up, starts taking video of it. <laughs> like, not even that, between the principal and the, uh, the oh, one yeah. teacher that, that hates Terry y- Yummy Leg. They literally just like, I was like, dude, like. I can understand why they didn't just like put this on TV, but like this is, you know, it, it belongs on Hulu. I mean, hey, I mean, Disney owns it, but it like it's like they own it, but they kind of like don't acknowledge it. But like Hulu was like low key, like a really, really good streaming service. Yeah. But I'm um, sorry. What were you going to say? No, I didn't have anything lined up. Oh, <laughs> but um, I guess. Between, like, what is, uh, so would you say that Terry and Corvo Steal a Bar was your favorite episode? Yeah, it's, it's hard yeah. to beat that one. Yeah, definitely. I really like the, um, the partition device when they try to build a man cave. Yeah, the man, the man cave. <laughs> Diggle Bix. <laughs> Tiggle Biddies. Dude, I busted out laughing so hard as soon as I saw that Tiggle Bits. And I was like, oh my God. God, this is hysterical. And I didn't know. I think what really um, made me enjoy it more, you know, I, you know, I sat there and, you know, I was watching um, each episode and I wasn't, you know, like sidetracked or anything like that. So that's why I knew I was really invested into the show. But um, I didn't know how many episodes it was. So as soon as I was like, I was assuming it was like 10 episodes because by like episode six, seven, I was like, okay, it's probably just like a solid ten episodes. But knowing, you know, the style of, style of Rick and Morty, they don't always necessarily 
go for a full 10, do they? I don't Quality think so. over quantity. Yeah, that is true. And uh, literally towards the like the last thing that uh, the pupa says is, you know, stay tuned for season two. And it's like, oh, so I guess season two has been confirmed because it's it's just a great show, man. I yeah. absolutely love it. I, lo- um, I love the first episode with a fun bucket. <laughs> oh, my fun bucket was like the weirdest thing ever. But it was so funny to see how they reacted to saying like, yeah, fun buckets, not real. And they're like, what do you mean? He's not real. Like, you know, he's he's non-human. They're just automatically assuming he's an alien. And then they make him for real, and then they they he want hanging out to with be those with those douches, and then at the end they like they come and rescue that was, him. That was so weird because the the two <laughs> the two bump buckets like fused together. I was like, what is this? But it's so funny because as much as Corville complains about humans, he does. You know, they obviously want to fit in, and obviously Yumulak and um, Jesse fitting in at school. And Jesse making like her, um, <laughs> she's trying to overcome uh, <laughs> a w- break through the glass wall. <laughs> yeah, glass break ceiling. through the. <laughs> it was that teacher she, was. She hilarious. went to the football team. She's like, I'm going to be the kicker. And then the coach is like, Oh, go ahead, and be the quarterback. Yeah, it was like we already have a dog as a kicker. <laughs> and it was like, Hey, you, you're replaced. Jesse's taking taking your spot. But it was it was funny because their, their school as much as much as they get bullied. Like, their school is actually, like, pretty open-minded about, like, everything. But even their teacher was saying beforehand that, like, I thought it was really funny where it was like, yeah, you know, women, you have to, you know, break break through the glass and, you know, uh, overcome a certain obstacle. It's like, man, just draw a picture. <laughs> just draw a picture of a, a lightsaber. You might as well just figure out life is easier for you here on out. And it's like, it's it's a joke, obviously, but, like, Sadly, it's kind of true <laughs> because women definitely have a lot more hurdles to jump over than men. But I just thought that was like really, really funny uh, to point out. But yeah. um, so, like, uh, did you have like any um, like any Easter eggs references that you thought were like you know any one-liners that kind of stick for you? I mean, there was just endless pop culture references, just like Rick and Morty. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of Harry Potter stuff. I know you like that. Oh, of course. <laughs> when I saw when I saw Terry wearing that shirt, I was like, "Oh yeah!" And then I think it was, I think it was the either season, I mean, episode seven or eight, where he wore the black shirts that's straight out of anime. I was like, <laughs> "That's so great." <laughs> yeah, I think one of my one of my favorite like kind of smaller jokes was when he was playing around with the dumb ray and he shot the book and it turned into the Bible. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> that was great. Or when uh, Corvell tries to become like Houdini himself. And yeah. <laughs> also, that like the entire episode was like built around like him just wanting the rest of the family to come to like was it Taco Tuesdays or whatever it was, yeah. so that they can like discuss the plan for getting off uh, off the planet. Um, I would say I don't even know if there's like a like a weak episode though, as I'm trying to. Um, I'm trying to look through. I think they retrace your stepalizer, but not really because it was kind of like it was good. Yeah, I don't I know. Thought, like I thought uh, Van- Vambo was really funny. He just keeps showing up. <laughs> but it was like the weirdest thing, all because um, Corvo forgot his wallet on their home planet before it got destroyed, and like. 
I mean, like you know, they have their gadgets and whatnot. I think my favorite sequence is when um, Yumulak and Jesse are going through puberty, quote unquote puberty, and their um, their sprays get mixed together, and everyone just becomes like these bloodthirsty zombies. And like it's obviously like an action scene scene that they go through to like cure them, but it's like their blades heal them back to the way they were, which I thought was really funny, just because they wanted to be liked so much. Yeah, yeah. I think one of my favorite parts there was a huge payoff where um, at the beginning of one of the episodes they were asking who keeps giving um, pupa candy, oh, and then yeah. like. You see pupa sneak off through a window and they go off on her own little mission. His or I don't even know what gender it is, but its own little mission. It like it kills like a raven and then goes into this dude's <laughs> house, like takes his leg, all just to go to a vending machine and kick it to get the candies loose and then eat the candy. <laughs> I love that. That was hysterical. Um, and I I ax I also. Uh, was it was it quantum quantum ring was the magician episode uh the boost man of booster manifold um oh when <laughs> when i i really i really enjoyed the um <laughs> i think they, they tried to uh they put like those nanobots or whatever like in the city's water yeah and <laughs> it's like we've we've been learning information from you uh through your pee and like just so that they can um take over the uh what was i guess i guess it's like a neighborhood like town watch type like not a mayor but um it was some kind of committee that they were trying to uh, overthrow the old uh the old woman so i thought that was pretty cool too but yeah man like you know we could sit here all day and talk about what we like but i uh, was was there uh anything that kind of stuck out that you didn't really care for or you got nothing um <laughs> i don't know i can't really think of anything I can't I mean, really there was, think of there, I guess there was like a fair amount of product placement, but it's whatever. Yeah, I, I yeah, I mean we we all know how people how people feel about that, but I mean I guess it is what it is. I don't really care too much about that. I mean like I I think it's fine. I mean as long as it's not like in your face twenty four seven. I mean obviously you know they're in the real world, so they're gonna kind of you know use that. Um, but it was, it was, it was, it was fine. I honestly have really have nothing bad to say about this, but, um, since, you know, they did confirm season two, um, uh, do you think this like has legs to stand on its own to like separate from Rick and Morty? I guess we're going to have to see the numbers, but I, based on the quality, it definitely can. I don't know how many people are watching it. Hopefully a fair amount. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, pretty much anyone that I know has a Hulu account. It was actually for the longest time I didn't have one. And, you know, I started when I was like, oh, you know, um, uh, I think it's when, when we reviewed uh, Big Time Adolescence and I was actually catching up on uh, some anime myself. So, um, yeah, I'm just pretty much uh, winging it. Just, I mean, the, the commercials aren't terrible. I think it actually kind of helps sometimes. Because the only thing, like, you know, binging this was so much better. Like, it was, you could digest it more easily because, especially if you have, you know, if you just pay, what is it, this five, six dollars a month for, you know, just normal streaming access, um, it kind of gives you a chance to, you know, separate which, um, 
you know, episodes or which ones. It gives us and that, cut, that like, precious phone time that we need 24-7. Yeah, I, yeah, that, that, that too. I was kind of, yeah, pretty much going to bring that up. But, uh, oh, yeah, and I almost forgot. Uh, Tiffany Haddish is in this um, as the, um, the computer as a computer. Yeah. Yeah, I pretty much recognize her. Like, Alfred right Molina was the, uh, was the Duke. The, the Duke. Can we talk about, oh, my gosh, the Duke. Man, I swear that entire episode, the the rat was it uh, the mice's milk, yeah, and the, like it was yeah, the mouse milk, <laughs> the mouse milk. <laughs> it was just <laughs> and then, and then like the next episode, she's um, Jesse's cleaning out the wall, and she they see the dead mouse, and she just doesn't even care about it. She's like, we gotta clean this wall, right? She's it's like, like what's the last? It was time? such an emotional moment in the last episode, and then just. <laughs> It's just like away. nothing to them. Yeah, it's just it's just a bunch of like filth and like dust and stuff that needs to be you know cleaned out. But like, there's this whole world. Like, oh my gosh, I love it so much. I and and um, I I can't wait for season two to see what what they do with the rest because yeah, now that Tim uh, does. yeah, because he, he found the um you know the hole the uh, hole leading to the outside world. But it's like I mean, what are you gonna do? You're shrunk down. But like they shrunk down like have the population it's kind of weird that like you know there aren't like missing posters you know of people in the town because clearly you know they are missing but (laughs) i guess they don't really focus too much on that um it seems that the you know the town itself is uh pretty well popularized so yeah um so i guess i just want to get into scores then yeah all right, um, so I'll go first. Um, I'm just going to give this guy a solid 99 out of 100 because, like, I really enjoyed it. I mean, th- there probably is, like, some kind of issue or flaw. I would definitely have to rewatch it uh, probably right before season two comes out, um, whenever they, that may be. But I would definitely like to see them kind of do a mesh-up between Rick and Morty and Solar Opposites at some point. I don't know how long you know, of a time that will be, but yeah, I'm just going to straight up give it 99 out of a hundred, you know, leaving that one extra score for there's always room for error, but yeah. What about yeah, you? I'll give it a solid 90. Yeah. Super, super solid. Yeah. Like it was, it, it was, it was a great time. You know, I, I <laughs> felt things I never th- thought I felt with, uh, you know, episode seven, especially. So, um, <laughs> he really, or, had you know, the pre- Dude, I didn't know. Like, wow. <laughs> With a toothpick. I was like, yeah, why are I you? I love their their weapons. They're so random. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> but, like, they just, uh, everything they use in that wall. I was like, how did you get electricity running through here? And it's just these clans. And it's, it's literally just like a post-apocalyptic, just like wasteland. And, you know, they're trading m&ms for thumbtacks and <laughs> uh that one diabetic uh dad's uh kid ends up dying uh at the hands of the duke and it's just like <laughs> that, that would have made a great movie the wall <laughs> yeah that could be a spinoff it, it could be honestly i would love to see them maybe I mean, it may not be like an entire season of like what's happening in the wall, but definitely want to give, you know, give us a little bit more flavor when not season two comes out. But uh, anything else you wanted to touch on before we uh, wrap up here? Got a Rick and Morty 
episode seven tonight, season four. Oh, that's right. I almost forgot. We do. So, yeah, um, <clears throat> that pretty much uh, covers our review of Solar Opposites. So season one is now streaming on Netflix again. You know, if you haven't watched it and you're a big fan of Rick and Morty, you'll, you'll definitely enjoy it. Um, you know, I definitely think it has its own. It stands apart from Rick and Morty and has its own likes uh, for the future. So that's that's um, that's some really good stuff. But um, what? Is there, is there anything coming out this week that we're reviewing? Have you uh, started watching Hollywood at all or anything? No, isn't that uh, isn't that, uh, that I know movie like coming Eddie. out on Netflix? Ah, uh, what movie? With Hold on, let me check. Netflix movies upcoming, coming soon to Netflix. I don't know why I can't um, think of the name. Is it, is it the Eddie or is that a TV show? The one with Kumail in it. Oh, Lovebirds. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I almost forgot about I that. I want to say it comes out the 12th. I think so. Let me check really quick. Lovebirds. That's a must watch. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> you want to take this bacon grace to the vice. It's like, what happens with bacon grace to the vice? It comes out. Um, hmm. Oh, May twenty second. Twenty second. Uh, yeah, May twenty second. So that's <coughs> next week. Um, what was I going to say? We'll figure out something to review. I think. Um. Because I mean, I would say like Hollywood or the Eddie, but uh, we'll we'll definitely figure it out and let you guys know. And also, just uh, just a reminder for everyone: our Rise of Skywalker, excuse me, not our Rise of Skywalker. I keep uh, anytime I say that the Skywalker Saga digital coke giveaway that we're doing. It's still going on. Uh, I think I'm going to extend at least one more day, so we'll pick the winner on May 13th instead of the 12th. Uh, just. Uh, I don't know. Be nice. I feel like I feel like it hasn't even been a week yet, which technically it hasn't. But um, yeah, so I'm going to move that to May 13th. Uh, we'll choose the winner uh, on 11 a.m. Central Time uh, for that. And uh, also check out our um, review of Star Wars: um, The Clone Wars Season Seven. Uh, me and a few uh, other uh, podcasters kind of collaborated and uh, talked about that. Uh, for a good like hour and a half, it was it was a really great time, and um, you know, hopefully, um, also Devin, you know what comes out next week? What is that? Halo Two. Oh, Halo yeah. Two, buddy. Halo Two. We one definitely got to play some Halo Two. One one step closer, yes. But I do love me some Halo Two, and hopefully, Halo Three is not too far behind. But um, you know, maybe we can do a stream or something throughout the weekend. Uh, this coming up weekend for Halo, that'll be pretty cool. Just to kind of, you know, get her feet wet back in the water. And um, I believe that pretty much does it. Oh, also, almost forgot, we did a Justice League Apocalypse War um, review with uh, me and Jared. I think I'm went, I think that's going to come out Tuesday um, on the 12th. So, yeah, yeah. Um, that pretty much does it. Uh, thank you, everyone, for listening. Sorry we went off the rails there a little bit, but we'll definitely let you know 
what we decide to review uh, for this upcoming uh, Sunday review. Uh, you can follow us on uh, Twitter and um, <clears throat> Instagram at uh, Film Optics. Optics is spelled O P T I X. And uh, hopefully, you know, once this uh, coronavirus is uh, done and over with, we can start uh, doing more, um, you know, video, uh, video podcasts, live podcasts, maybe um, for maybe like our new shows, something like that. Uh, when, when, when the time comes and when uh, Devin gets his uh, camera back. Um, so, yeah, uh, we'll see you guys in the next one. Peace.